Welcome back to the Game Link Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Lebby, and as always, I'm joined by my friend, Elmer, uh, through Skype today. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Um, but before we get into that, it's been a while. Uh, <laughs> we had, like, the holidays, so we had to postpone, and then um, I got COVID, so we had to postpone, and now my partner has covid so that's why we're doing it remote today but uh i'm glad to be back how have the last few weeks been for you elmer a living nightmare i think pretty <laughs> much everyone else would agree with that this holiday season um at least here in the midwest we've had nothing but a combination of ice storms snowstorms and snowy ice storms yeah. uh, it's been insane i can't remember the last time it, this area has had this many snow days. I mean, it's incredible. Everybody else appears to like it when they're able to telecommunicate to work, but considering, oh, I don't know, I have a two-block walk to my work, I kind of really have no excuse to <laughs> be able to call in saying, oh, no, I'm stuck. So, yeah. Yeah, no, if uh, if I wasn't um, homesick with COVID, I, like, wasn't able to safely get to work at all so i didn't leave the house for like nine days which sounds nice but if you consider half the time i was like so sick i couldn't move and then the rest of the time i was so sick of not being able to leave the couch that i kind of went a little stir crazy (laughs) but yeah what did uh do you end up doing anything interesting or seeing anything good well, pretty much throughout the uh, <clears throat> entirety of the month of December when we weren't on here, um, Archangel and I, we basically tried to digest as many classic Christmas movies as we could. Uh, <laughs> we decided to skip Elves this year, but maybe I might be able to talk her back into watching it next year. But uh, <laughs> Violent Night, as well as the uh, Guillermo oh. del Toro produced Pinocchio are two of the ones that... We are definitely going to be adding to our regular repertoire in terms of this pardon me, time of the year. Um, but uh, one thing that I did get to add to my arsenal this year, which unfortunately we were supposed to do an episode before Christmas, but because of a, some health issues on my end, unfortunately, um, everybody, just to make you really smile, one night uh, or Sunday, one Sunday morning, I woke up with chest pains. And went, oh, uh, Levy, I'm not going to be able to drive down. So, uh, yay, that's one Christmas miracle this year. That, uh, <laughs> that's completely gone away. But, um, no, I was actually going to show up that day, which is the weekend before uh, Christmas, in a Santa Claus costume. And, my God, <laughs> I've gotten so much mileage out of that Santa suit this year. It has been <laughs> incredible. I got to sit at my work in a Santa suit and, oh, as a pawnbroker telling people, oh, yeah, no, your stuff isn't worth it, so you're not going to be able to afford uh, your sister's medicine this Christmas. Oh, that is a uh, feeling knowing that I have a special place in hell. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you get anything uh, You get anything interesting for, for oh, Christmas? I've gotten the ultimate ice scraper for my car. I have gotten the ultimate setup, or I should say morning setup for my personals, my testicles, my spectacles, my wallet, my watch, and my phone all connect <laughs> on a one unit at this point. 
Nice, nice. I think I think getting an ice scraper is like the most Minnesotan thing you could have said. (laughs) Although I can actually clean my car with this thing in the actual summertime. It's got both a squeegee and a really nice scrub brush on it. So yeah, I can get my I can get my Subaru looking really nice and sporty. (laughs) Nice. How about yourself, man? What did you get? Uh, yeah, we we uh. When I went up to my parents for Christmas, and um, I gave I gave my nieces uh, Tamagotchis. Apparently, the new Tamagotchis have like cameras in them and everything. Uh, I think I was more excited about it than they were because they were really excited when they opened it. But then, about five minutes into using it, the one goes, "I'm bored." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, great." <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I got the, uh, I got the Sonic the Hedgehog Encyclopedia, uh, hardcover book. Uh, it's been pretty fun kind of just perusing through a little bit. So that's, that's a nice like coffee table book thing that I got. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I, uh, I just watched a lot of TV, made a bunch of food, um, I uh, I realized I'd never finished watching um, Silicon Valley. If you've never heard of it, anyone out there, it's a Mike Judge show about like a, a tech startup company. It's it's like a comedy. It's it's really good. Uh, I never finished it when that was airing back in the day, so I had enough time while I was sick with COVID to just finish the whole series. And uh, yeah, Mike Judge is a, just a national treasure. um but besides that i watched uh watched a bunch of horror movies because it's the holidays of course (laughs) um we watched uh or i watched terrifier 2 finally uh which if if you if you don't know about the terrifier movies they're uh like a really like almost cheesy but like in a good way like slasher film uh with like a, a a clown as the main like antagonist um they really don't shy away from like showing anything like gory or or playing on classic slasher tropes too much so it's it's fun to watch but it is kind of gross at times but uh, i really liked it have you seen you've seen the first one haven't you elmer i did i have seen the first one yeah it's a good one um but uh yeah other than that it's just been dealing with the with the terrible terrible roads in the in the midwest here um so yeah oh, i'm 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 glad to be back <laughs> and I especially with should... a good movie especially with a good movie because also we should kind of also say i mean unfortunately unless unless you have a non disclosure agreement because of it but we i guess we should also say what the one thing that was national news that you got to be technically a part of Oh, is it some airline thing? Uh, well, I was going to say the uh, Minneapolis, uh, <laughs> the Minneapolis International Airport uh, Tokyo drifting moment there. Uh, you know, I you're the only person I've heard talk about it. Uh, I don't even I don't even know about it. I wasn't uh, I wasn't in the office for any of this. If if anyone doesn't know, I, I work for an airline. I won't say which one because it doesn't matter. But. Uh, 
Well, it yeah. kind of matters in the story here of, okay, I will stop telling the story then. Anyway, if you people saw the news <laughs> this past week, you might know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty slick. I, I was telling Elmer earlier that there was at least, like, at least a dozen or two dozen accidents right outside my house yesterday just because of how crappy the roads are. So, um, but anyway, on to... Uh, Detective Pikachu. Um, I'm I'm really glad that we're doing, uh, like talking about a good movie um, around the holidays, just because of how busy everything's been. And even though we took a few weeks off, uh, it was <laughs> it was nice to like not have to like work work my way through another shitty movie. There's a reason <laughs> um, we go months between Uvable, and I mean like quarters between Uvable. <laughs> we can only hand, handle so much Uva. Uh, um, and there's already so much Uva. <laughs> yeah, and so this episode might be a little quick, um, even though like Detective Pikachu was you know, a, a really popular release. Uh, it's really hard to find any sort of like behind the scenes info type stuff on the game and the movie apparently uh so i apologize if, i apologize if it's a short episode but um detective pikachu it was a game it came out uh in 2016 i, I think it maybe came out a little later than that in the US but um obviously it's a it's a game about a pikachu who is a detective and wears a little sherlock holmes hat a fox um, hunter, which or no, sorry, a deer stalker. A, a deer stalker, yeah. Um, I I guess you could kind of like see the concept for it in in like 2013, like during uh during an airing of the Pokemon anime in Japan, they had like a interview with the CEO of the Pokemon company, and he kind of like hinted at at a, a new game they were working on with a, with Pikachu. And I think in in that interview, with Pikachu was just, like, wearing a blue hat or something. Uh, but later on, they I think they had, like, a Pokemon card with Pikachu with the Deerstalker hat. And so they kind of used that for the, for the idea. But, um, yeah, uh, he's on the case to solve mysteries. And they they released this game for the 3DS, and it's like, it's one of the few Pokemon games, or maybe the only one actually, where uh, a Pokemon actually talks like actual language. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, let's see, who was it? Um, Junichi Masuda. Uh, he was the series director and composer. He wanted to have a talking Pikachu. And he said that uh, he wanted it to originally be in the anime, but the uh, the show's producer was unable to come up with a concept that uh, Game Freak was willing to accept. So um, I'm, I'm glad it finally came because it works really well. Um, I mean, even with Ryan Reynolds doing it in the in the movie, doesn't really fit how it was in the game. In the game, it was more like a vanilla deeper male voice but um well do you not remember from that era when they were trying to fan cast when they announced oh yes we will be making a detective pikachu film that uh everybody was going oh no there's only one person who do the voice of pikachu we need danny devito that's what they say about everything 
I know, I know. That's every fan cast. Oh, we need a new Wolverine. Danny DeVito! Yeah. Danny DeVito should have voiced Mario, you know? Danny DeVito was the original choice for Mario, but then Danny DeVito <laughs> looked at the script and said, you fucking shitting me? <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, so the game is, is uh, pretty much just like the movie, so you you played a young boy who explored Rhyme City, it's called, which is a, a like a big like New York like metropolis. Uh, both people and Pokemon live there. Like the the rule is like no Pokemon fighting, no Pokeballs. Like everyone contributes, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Detective Pikachu lives in this city. He's searching to find clues. Uh, there is like also puzzles and and little like riddles for for the player to solve in the game and stuff. So as far as I understand, it's a, it's a pretty good game for the 3ds. I haven't actually played it. Uh, just I, for some reason, I I bought the 3ds on launch day and I played it for a week and then I almost never touched it again. Um, but apparently, the game really appealed to both children and adults. Um, so that's, I mean, that kind of speaks, speaks volumes about what kind of game it was. And, and it wasn't developed by Game Freak, like the normal Pokemon games were. It was developed by Creatures Inc., which is pretty much just another Pokemon company, but they also worked on games like Mother and Earthbound and, uh, Smash Brothers and, uh, <laughs> I think they did a bunch of work on the Game Boy Camera software, too, so. I can see you moving, Elmer. I know you're Damn faking. It. <laughs> uh, Little trick I learned from our good friend Andrew WK back in the day in terms of how to screw with people during an interview, but uh, <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> I remember hearing a little bit about the development of uh, Detective Pikachu back in the day, and no, oh, it, it it's kind of fun to think about the fact that Game Freak, beyond them, they actually allowed development of some sort of a side quill to the general Pokemon universe, which they've been in control of, you know, pretty much almost thirty years now. I think it is that uh, Pokemon's coming up on. Yeah, it, Pokemon's been around for a while. But um yeah, Game Game Freak was like the main Pokemon developer for a long time and then uh Creatures Inc kind of started picking up slack like more and more as time went on. And now that's pretty much all Creatures Inc does is Pokemon stuff, but Game Freak will handle the mainline stuff, Creatures Inc will handle like the spin-off stuff. Um so they they did like Pokemon Snap and like uh Hey You Pikachu and all those like little spin-off Pokemon games. Wait, seriously? They, they they're the ones we can blame for the Poker Channel? <laughs> yeah, I th- I think so. <laughs> uh Yeah, but um they uh let's see. So they didn't actually release an official trailer for the game uh until January 2016, uh one week before the actual game's release. Um, so I think that's one reason why the game isn't as popular as like a lot of the other Pokemon games, because otherwise I I think we would be hearing everyone talk about how great this game was. But as far as I know, I never heard any of my friends really like talking about it or anything like that. So, 
Also, um, we were in our 20s when this came out, and not that many people are talking regularly about um, Game Boy games, unfortunately there, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the 3DS games. True. Um, but good news is uh, they've said for the last couple of years that they're developing a new Detective Pikachu game for the Nintendo Switch. Ooh. So... Uh, and I I don't know how, like I was saying earlier I don't know how they're gonna do it with uh, the way that the movie ended but I hope that means uh, another Detective Pikachu movie too. La Noir Pikachu edition. Pikachu <laughs> Noir. Oh my god. Uh, Pikachu with a thirty-eight snub nose tucked underneath somebody's skin. <laughs> tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Click. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that would be that would be great. Well, especially with um, you know, with someone like Ryan Reynolds voicing Pikachu, he kind of always has that that uh, that little bit of a jokester attitude to like every character he plays. So something like that, I feel, would have been perfect for a Ryan Reynolds voiced Pikachu. But uh, with what they do with this movie, I don't see that happening again. You know. Uh, well. With what I what we discussed during the movie, maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you and I do our own f- speculations, what they could do with the sequel to this, we might be able to figure out something fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, did you find anything uh, anything good about the movie? Not really, unfortunately. <clears throat> so basically, kind of the most entertaining part of this film is the fact that. Just because of how quick the memes were starting to catch on in the United States after uh, Nintendo released a lot of the gameplay video online for uh, Detective Pikachu, they actually decided to fast-track the production of a film. And when they figured to themselves, we need to fast-track a family-friendly adaptation of our most beloved characters. Who is the right person to bring into this? And they went, oh, hey, would you look at that? Hi, Eric Pearson. And they hired on the guy who actually went on to write uh, Thor Ragnarok and Godzilla versus Kong to do a, uh, well, one hell of a screen rewrite from a gumshoe detective story into, oh, look at that. It's Pokemon Encyclopedia Brown. <laughs> but alongside that, uh, they brought in a director by the name of Rob Letterman. Uh, this is the gentleman that did the Gulliver and Travels movie with Jack Black uh, about, oh, and let me, this is going to hurt when I say this, 13 years ago. Oh, man. Um, on top of that, though, he has that done That movie some... was not good. Sorry to it... interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about that. Don't worry. No, no. That movie was terrible. Uh, However, and this is really going to make your head hurt, he's also the gentleman that directed Shark Tale, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens, uh, and Goosebumps. Okay. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. He is currently slated as the showrunner... For the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, should I just read that earlier? Where'd it go? Oh, uh, Beyond Good and e- uh, yeah, Beyond oh, Good. Oh, okay. He's going to be the showrunner for that adaptation for Netflix, uh, coming up soon. But, uh, no, hey, 
I'm not going to lie. I did actually enjoy Monsters vs. Aliens, Goosebumps, and Detective Pikachu. So, you know what? If anything, uh, having played a little bit of Beyond Good and Evil, I thought the game was a lot of fun. I see problems with this gentleman for doing that. But, um, no, beyond that, uh, they kind of just reached out and they kind of grabbed up as many different character actors within the... Pardon me. Uh, grabbed as many different character actors as they could within the sort of genre sphere that they get their hands on. I mean, Bill Nighy, a.k.a., you know, Davy Jones from the Parts of the Caribbean movies, <laughs> uh, one of the main bad guys from the Underworld films, um, you know, Sean's dad from Sean, stepdad from Shaun of the Dead. They brought him into it to play kind of the, spoiler alert, big bad uh, Justice Smith, who is a kind of on the rise at that point from being on uh, many different TV shows as well as being in the Jurassic World films. Or as as I've been calling him, Bill Nighy, the science guy he. Oh, yes. Yes. That is <laughs> yeah. Or he's also, I've been saying because of his sobriety when you said, oh, shit, I forgot that Bill Nighy was in this. I said, hey, don't worry. Bill Nighy probably forgot he was in Well. <laughs> Uh, you told me that the uh, one of the main actresses in this was also in uh, Freaky as of late, which yeah. I have unfortunately not had a chance to watch. I do want to watch it, but you tell me it's good, so you know what? I'm it's good. It's good. It's it's a little camp, you know, but uh, some camp is is good in a horror movie the way they did it. Uh, oh, definitely, so, definitely worth a watch. Yeah. <clears throat> and. Uh, yeah, and then there's Ryan Reynolds in this, who does nothing but spout off exposition that makes me go, oh my god, if this was not coming out of Pikachu, this movie would have an R to a PG-13 rating. Holy yeah, shit. it was it was pretty much Deadpool for kids. Which I'm completely <laughs> here for, but I mean, at the same time, I'm like, wait a minute, what the hell did this be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, it, you know, I... I always kind of thought that Ryan Reynolds uh, was an interesting choice. Like, I never really picture Pikachu having Ryan Reynolds' voice. But the way that uh, they animated Pikachu uh, was was so adorable. I think I think the voice is secondary to how freaking cute it is. So, <laughs> well, well, here's the funny part. The actual facial capture for whenever Pikachu is staring at the camera and talking, that is facially captured off of Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> well, he is a good-looking guy, so... He is an adorable-looking gentleman. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I... This was only my second time seeing Detective Pikachu, and I got to see it in 4K this time. Uh, but I was, I was telling you during the movie, like, I don't, like, I don't remember it looking that like impressive as far as like the CG goes. Um, but it was, it was a lot better than I remember it being when we saw it in theaters. So that was uh, was a pleasant surprise. Okay. So I've made so many asterisks promises and have so many unwritten contracts that we cannot tell the actual story of this (laughs) for another 10 years. (laughs) <laughs> but I can tell this part of the story of when we got to see this for the first time. Yeah. So Levy, myself, and a few other good friends of ours, we met up at a bar locally in 
Minnesota, the Anoka region, uh, at the Muddy Cow. And we thought to ourselves, oh, let's just, you know, have a nice dinner and then go to the movie. And during that, Levy goes, hey, you know what? I bet if anything, and slight spoiler for the movie, he goes, I'll bet the ultimate twist ending of the movie is that Pikachu was his father the entire time. <laughs> we all turned and looked at Levy and laughed and said, now wouldn't that be the dumbest shit possible? <laughs> yeah, that is so stupid, everyone said. Anyway, <laughs> an hour and 45 minutes later, probably <laughs> two hours later, Two hours, many, many a cocktail and other substances <laughs> later, we're sitting in the theater, and a sudden twist appears in terms of this major theatrically released movie that is currently going on, and me and uh, an individual we shall know as Shanel <laughs> realized, wait a minute, did uh, did Levy literally just pull a? It's a motherfucking flat. We didn't land on the moon, Earth kind of situation, and we hear on the reclining chairs the AMC Coon Rapids Theater. We just hear <laughs> just slam and smack, stand up, and we just both turn and look to our right, and there is Levy glaring at us with doing a full-on power sit-up with the look of did i call it or did i call it <laughs> well and to I be fair i i made this prediction <laughs> i made the prediction before anyone had ever seen the movie you had, <laughs> and, you had. and i was <laughs> just as surprised <laughs> the look of pride on your face for for calling that out that that's the best part. That is the best part. Just the look of ah, fucking knew it, and the look <laughs> we gave you was you called it, but really, how the fuck did you call that? Well, and I think I I told you earlier too. Um, I I'm pretty sure I'm like ninety percent sure that's how the game ends too. But um, like I said before, I never played the game, and I don't actually know uh, how I know that. But um, apparently I knew that at the time when the movie came out, too. So, Either way, suddenly hearing the sound of somebody in the back row just so self-assuredly <laughs> slapping the vinyl leather on, their, <laughs> on the reclining chairs in an AMC doing a power sit-up, and then hearing two other people giggling with hysterics, I bet all the parents in that theater thought, oh my god, it's either a weird theft cult or they're going to execute or execute it. <laughs> You know, one by one. Oh my god! I was just doing my best not to burst out laughing uh, and ruining the movie for all the children. You know. <laughs> oh no! But as soon as he looked at us like that, we did burst out laughing and we did ruin <laughs> it for all of the children. So you know what? Mission accomplished. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, this movie. Uh, it's uh, up until the ending, though. I, I still think the ending is one of the worst things uh, a movie could do. I mean, yes, but at the same time, it's not a terrible ending for it. It, it for works. What they did. It works. It works for what it is. It works. It's stupid. It, uh, but uh, the rest of the movie, uh, really, really surprisingly good. Um, 
you know, great animation. Some of the acting could be better, but like it's for kids mostly, right? But they they kind of shoo in enough references to adult movies and things like that. What were some of the references you you caught, Elmer? Dear God, I was laughing every single time, and and I only thought there was only a handful when we saw it in the theater. I guess I should say I've only seen this movie twice before we rewatched it tonight. But uh, no, I was catching references to um, uh, pretty much at the beginning of it a little bit of Sergeant York. Um, hilariously, I was giggling when they brought up references to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A little bit to uh, the Home Alone franchise, um, uh, Goodfellas, Reservoir Dogs. I mean, the entire way through, I'm just like, holy shit, they're getting away with a lot in this movie, man. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, I guess for we'll, we'll try to summarize it kind of kind of quickly here. Uh, looks like a, a kid like fresh out of high school, I think. Um, goes to like the big like rhyme city because his dad was a detective there and recently died and so he's like going to close up his apartment and go through whatever he needs to i guess whatever uh starts finding out that maybe his dad is still alive you know he finds this talking detective pikachu that was his dad's partner and uh you know, they find some, like, sort of, like, gas drug thing and uh, try to go around and, and investigate and figure out where what happened to his dad or whatever. Uh, kind of like your, your basic, like, detective, like, gumshoe story. But uh, just just really charming with all the, the Pokemon references and stuff. And it's it's really integrated well. Um, and I do like one of the things I noticed is they didn't really put a whole lot of like the the new Pokemon in the in the movie, and I think they did it on purpose because there would be so many adults watching it with their kids, and they didn't want to completely just confuse all these adults that only paid attention for the first two generations. So uh, I, I think that's one reason it worked really really well. Adults but, uh, who only paid attention to it for two generations. Are you talking about you and myself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, pretty much anyone our age, you know, once they start working full-time, doesn't have uh, as much time and as ambition as they once did to to sit and memorize 900 creatures, you know? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm not calling attention to the fact that... Um, <clears throat> I'm not calling attention to the fact that we ourselves don't understand any more of the later Pokemon generations. I'm just pointing at the fact that, so what you're saying is Detective Pikachu was intended for you, me, and everybody else. Oh, yeah. Basically, we graduated high school with. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, so they... Where's those Geno's? I don't fucking (laughs) know, kids. Shut up. (laughs) But uh, like you'd imagine, they end up figuring out, you know, the 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 dad was involved in some big case, and and the the big bad guy is like the the rich guy who is trying to find a cure for humanity or something, you know. Uh, it ends ends end up finding out that they had captured Mewtwo, and so Mewtwo is kind of like the 
the the big bad but only because he's being mind controlled by the actual bad guy like it's a, it's a whole kind of uh thing there where they used Mewtwo as both a good guy and a bad guy so it was really it was really cool um and hilariously they talk about oh no we caught him over in the Kanto region about 20 years ago and we have been experience experimenting on him since yeah basically basically referencing the uh the the po- the first Pokemon movie with Mewtwo where they they make him and, and he escapes from the Kanto region apparently he's been free for 20 years and then they they captured him again so uh it, it is kind of cool how they they really tried to tie things in like that um and without going through every scene of the movie those are like pretty much the the beats is they they figure out who the bad guy is and then they have a big fight in the city uh and then they win and then you find out that pikachu's the kid's dad and happy ending <laughs> Happy ending? No, not not that kind of happy ending. Happy ending? No, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was uh, what was your favorite part, Elmer? Oh, I would definitely have to say uh, all the jokes of Psyduck because uh, I I have to admit Psyduck is probably my second favorite uh, Pokemon, and them driving in the shitty little smart car and the with uh, Pikachu and Psyduck in the car seats in the back and them listening to Anya-esque spa music is just, <laughs> oh, a thing of beauty with uh, Ryan Reynolds making fun of the situation going, huh, so you're telling me that you're an atomic bomb with a, with a migraine. Great! <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Psyduck stuff was really was really good. Uh, for me, it was the, the Mr. Mime bits uh, were also great. They had this whole interrogation with the Mr. Mime where he doesn't talk, but he mimes everything out. And uh... They literally whip out a Reservoir Dogs reference when they coat him in gasoline. Yeah. And then Mr. Mime completely confirms to the audience, oh, yes, he does have a butthole. And it's just like, oh, goddamn, a cartoon <laughs> character. No. Yeah, it was a, it was a great bit. Uh, and then the other one I liked was uh, there was like the the underground pokemon fighting ring and uh a bunch of that gas gets loose and all the pokemon go crazy and uh pikachu is like hang on i got a plan and throws a magic carp at a charizard is like it can transform into a gyarados but that it doesn't (laughs) but then it it actually does and uh do you remember yeah. the actual like web comic from back in the day that some g- dude did where he goes, as my starter Pokemon, I choose a Magikarp. And they're like, what the hell are you gonna do, Magikarp? He goes, easy. Every every battle he has with it, he just yells at the Magikarp, do harden, and then he picks the Magikarp up on the tail and beats the living piss out of the other Pokemon with it. <laughs> so that way he he evolves it into an actual Gyarados within no time. I don't think I've seen that one. It's back in the day. It's a funnier premise than it is an actual comic. But uh, anytime I I see the Gyarados, you know, meme of just being like, "Oh no!" You go from being carp, carp, monster, carp into an actual Gyarados. This is like, oh, I see that. <laughs> well, I think even in the game, uh, like Magic Carp, what's its what's its move? Like jump or something like that? Splash. Uh, yeah, splash maybe that's it it has like a it has like a one in a thousand or like a one in 100 chance of being like a critical hit and one hit killing anything 
<laughs> so it, Magikarp is kind of just the ultimate Pokemon, like sometimes, <laughs> but mostly not. <laughs> it's like the world's scariest version of uh, <clears throat> of Russian roulette, you know. You know, 999,999 times out of 10, you just drop dead. But that one out of a million chance, you turn into motherfucking Godzilla. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, let's... uh, There's a lot of good references. If you haven't seen the movie, I definitely recommend it. Um, With that being said, I think you know what we're going to say, but Elmer, bop or a flop for you, buddy? Oh, bop and a hell and a half. Dear God. I mean, since the first time I've seen it, and like I said, I've seen it two other times since then, uh, this movie is extremely fun, and it is a fantastic way of introducing younger people to the genre as well as to, well, you know what? Movies in general. I mean, this is everything you need to actually see for a film and get kids into, say, like detective stories or action movies. And simultaneously... They're, if they're fans of Pokemon or not fans of Pokemon, guess what? They're going to walk out of that going, where can I get myself a Pikachu plush? This movie is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. This is definitely a bop for me. Uh, kind of to add on to what you said, this it, like, it has something for everyone, pretty much, you know? Like, uh, I haven't really been into Pokemon at all uh, recently, or at, especially around the time that this came out, but... Uh, you don't really need to be it. You don't even have to like Pokemon at all to kind of enjoy this movie for like the like following the detective movie beats and and, and things like that. Uh, definitely, definitely a, a lot better than I remember it being. And uh, yeah, I I can definitely see myself watching this again soon. So yeah, Bob for me. I mean, dear God, Pikachu makes a reference potentially there being Pokemon prostitution, and it's just like, oh, we need to dig into this <laughs> further next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I hope that they find a way to make a sequel maybe based off the Switch game they're making, uh, because they, yeah, they, they really nailed this movie. Um, you know, I think if this would have came out when when we were kids uh it would have been one of my favorite movies for sure but oh uh, definitely definitely (laughs) i mean that's the meme about this movie is this movie kind of came and went unfortunately you know it it was a good movie people liked it and then no one ever talked about it after seeing it sadly yeah yeah that's a good point Uh, i haven't really heard anyone talk about it since it came out you're right but uh, I hope so. I, I mean, I, I hope uh, people <laughs> don't forget it anyway because uh, it's it's a it's a good watch. So, with that being said, I think I think we'll end it here. Um, keep an eye out on our YouTube channel because I will be um, transferring uh, a lot of my energy that I had been putting into streaming into making videos for the YouTube instead. And uh, I think we're also going to try to start um, streaming to YouTube as well as Twitch. So um, to find us on YouTube or to find us on any of the other podcast sites, go to gamelink.click. You can also find our Patreon there. 
if you want to support us. And uh, if you like video game hardware and soldering stuff, uh, uh, you know, kind of tutorial videos like that, keep an eye out on our YouTube because um, I have started um, a, a couple projects that I'm filming for the YouTube. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Do you have anything to add, Elmer? Not really at this time, but uh, no, hey, going forward, hey, everybody out there, stay safe, stay warm, and, you know, stay sexy out there. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Night-night.